Evan, thank you so much for joining us. You're on 702. My name is Tabo Shwale Mashao. In this segment, it's called Family Matters. We will be speaking about co-parenting, navigating co-parenting with Nozipo Mbata, the parenting coach. Co-parenting, as you would know, it's just an arrangement where both parents come together and decide to work together despite their differences, knowing that they need to raise uh, the child or children, even though they are no longer married or in a uh, romantic uh, relationship. Instead of two parents taking each other to court against uh, for, for, for custody of their children, parents try to pull together to do what's best for the kids. Uh, this can also include, among others, having equal time of the child, some on weekends, holidays, and so on, trying to work out a schedule. But it's easier said than done. I'd like to find out from you. Are you co-parenting with someone that you're no longer involved with romantically? How easy is it? How difficult is it? What are the rules that you have put into place can your partner or your former partner, baby, daddy, baby, mommy, can they call you at any time of the day as long as it's got to do with a child? Or do you have restrictions? How do you agree on things like Christmas, Easter holidays and all other holidays, school holidays? How do you work out a plan? And does it usually work? But most importantly, which a whole lot of people will be shy to speak about, how do you communicate to each other? You used to call this person babe, love, but now you have to use the first name, I suppose, and you don't see them like you used to see them. And chances are they've moved on. They are now with someone else. And you know that when the child is with them, they would be uh, also exposed to the other partner. Do you have rules about the other partner that your child is exposed to? Do you tell your baby mama, baby daddy that, listen, when your partner is around, I wouldn't want my child to be around them because um, we have different sets of values. I wouldn't want my child to be exposed to your partner. Do you even have the right to do that? Please share your personal experiences. I'd love to hear from you. It's 11 after 11. 702. Family Matters. Nozi Pombata, parenting coach, assisting us to navigate the co-parenting phenomenon. And uh, she's joining us right now. Nozipo, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Welcome. Thank you so much, Tabo. Thank you for having me. And good morning to 702 listeners. We always say, Nozipo, that the child is central uh, to this communication between former partners. It's easier said than done, I'd like to believe, because we bring about various trauma. We bring about uh, baggages uh, within us. Tabo and Nozipo used to be involved, mm-hmm. no longer involved now. I must uh, uh, park outside your house and then let the child go out. How difficult is it to come to an arrangement that would at least symbol what is normality? Yes, it is easier said than done, as you say. It is one of the most difficult things to do to be able to remove yourself. And it takes a lot of emotional maturity to do so. And uh, I just want to say, you know, full disclosure on my side is that I help and support my clients to navigate this um, and a lived experience um, for mm. myself as well. Mm. So I just, I think the most important thing is always to know that you cannot control the other person as well. Um, it is about 
really for you to know where those boundaries lie. And also like it is, it is so important to have those, um, to create that to start off first and foremost, when the relationship ends, to have a parenting plan in place because that alleviates, yes, it doesn't mean that the conflict is not going to be there and conflict is something that is going to happen. It is learning how to navigate the, the conflict in a way that is healthy and doesn't put the children in the mat, like in, form, like in the forefront of everything and make it and make them be the ones who mediate the, the conversations between the parents. So it is, it is a big learning. And one of the most important things is that you as a, as a parent and both of you to be able to, um, take responsibility for your own parts that you've played first, you know, that it might, you might be the only one or the other partner might be the only one who's willing to do that. But when you know for sure that there's conflict in the situation and the co-parenting is not working is to realize it and accept it for what it is. You may look at your neighbor and say, oh, look, their relationship is working so well. It's taken them time to work through it. And it takes, for some people, it takes years. And for you to hold on to that hope that if you work through it and find the necessary support to work through it, it is possible for you to create an environment that is really about the child and puts them over and above the things that have to do with the adults. How important is it to let things cool off first, Nozipo, before you come uh, to this particular agreement? Or should it be after your conflict that tears you apart as a couple, uh, immediately work something out? Or do you need some time to just say, let the anger subside a bit because when we negotiate, we'd be negotiating in bad faith. It would be out of spite. Uh, in the meantime, perhaps mm. let's spend six weeks apart. Uh, or doesn't it matter because the needs of the child don't wait? Absolutely. And it differs from co-parenting relationship to co-parenting sure. relationship. But yes, to work on spending the time and taking the time to work on those emotions so that you're not approaching everything from a point of anger, absolutely important. But the child's needs aren't going to wait because remember, we're focusing on the child's best interest here mm-hmm. and it is at the forefront of all the decisions and actions that have to take place. So, you know, it, it's it's important to try and find a way to work on it simultaneously while you work on addressing your issues and emotions around and not dismissing them and working through them around the breakdown of the relationship and still being able to um, to put the child at the forefront of, of the decisions and the best interest of your child forward. Nozipo, uh, often when uh, the temperature is high, um, th- partners would then opt to uh, bring in the law. Uh, one would run to the police station, the other one runs to court. uh, And whilst there may be some legal remedies that are needed in that instance, is it the first point of call? Is it is it important to immediately uh, bring in the law uh, to deal with whatever uh, wrinkles that you may have? Yeah, so what I normally advise my clients is to seek mediation first to resolve the disputes um, because when the relationship ends, they might, the first thing that may possibly come up for many people is who are the children going to live with? And coming to that decision alone causes more conflict. So before going into the court system and trying to navigate through that, which causes its own 
um, trauma is a is first seek mediation. Um, there are mediators in the country who are extremely um, they've got the experience and can help, and it becomes less invasive for everybody. It keeps the relationship intact, but it might not work for everybody. And what exhausted then all your options that becomes then your absolute last resort we are speaking about co-parenting and navigating this phenomenon we know that things don't always work out in a relationship and uh two people may decide to go separate ways and uh, the kids may be there how do you deal with that issue of children making sure that the kids interests are well protected looked after beyond your romantic inclinations or do you just stop talking to this person completely and run away and uh, uh, and and at what extent is it important for the two of you to bury the hatchet and say okay we don't see eye to eye we may not go out for an ice cream but it's important for us to work out a plan are you a co-parent and how does that work is your partner supportive are you always fighting with them do you always go to the police station and have to bring out all these charges how does it work with you or perhaps you have a great co-parent great baby mama great baby daddy and things are going well for you and uh, you want to share that with us you are most welcome to do so 011-883-0702 011-883-0702 alternatively you can send us a text message uh, or a voice note to 072-702-1702 family matters Family Matters, we're speaking about co-parenting. Thanks for joining us. My name is Tabo. I'm standing in for Clement. We're together till 12. And uh, today we are looking at co-parenting. Baby mama, baby daddy, colloquially known as that. Uh, How do you deal with someone that uh, you were involved with romantically? Now things are just no longer the same. And there are kids involved. Do you speak to them still? Do you not? And what's the best way of handling that? Nozi Pombata, parenting coach, guides us along those lines. But I'd love to hear from you. 011-883-0702. 011-883-0702. What say you? Anna, you are in Joburg. Hi, Anna. Hi, Chavo. How are you? I'm free, Anna. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking my call. First time call. Eh? Thanks for calling. My pleasure. Um, Chavo, I just need um, the assistance from the coach as well. I, I'm staying with the father of my baby. He mm. also got uh, from a previous relationship. Mm. And I'm also coming from a previous relationship. Both with, we do have kids. Uh, but him, he's communicating with the baby mama, um, separate, like only privately. And, uh, you just see them uh, posting the pictures of the baby and all those things. But for me, he doesn't want to come open. So that pains me so much. I just need, uh, it's like, I understand very much that the kids need, uh, both parents. And I'm not trying to avoid the child to be yeah. part of the father. That would be very wrong. But uh, he does it secretly. He doesn't tell you about it. Nothing. You just, you just see on social media the posts. Yes. yes. And the, the posts are, are these the posts of all three of them? Or just baby and, uh, and daddy? No, just the baby. Okay, with mommy not in the picture. No, mommy is not in the picture. Okay, and I hang hang tight. Let's let's ask our guest Nozipo. Nozipo, what say you? Yeah, so I'm keen to hear more from from Anna. Um, to hear so where in lies the issue for for you, Anna? I'm hearing you talk about your communication with the you know your 
baby daddy secretly having a conversation on the side and not informing you. So the question I have, I mean, you don't have to answer it here online. It's just for yourself, some introspection to really ask yourself, what is it that is most concerning for you? Is it trust? For me, it's just, you know, when you're in a relationship with somebody, you don't really know what they're doing with their exes. You understand what I'm saying? Be open in your relationship so that even if you communicate with a child, if you send the child the money, if you be open, don't just send on the social media without communicating to the other partner. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Really, it's like I thought some, and on my side as well, I didn't want to ask him why you just think uh, Mm. now all of a sudden you are just putting the picture you never discussed with me now that you are in touch with your baby mama, um, all those things. So I really need, and it touches me, but as a parent as well, I understand that even the child will be very excited to be reunited with the father. Sure. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like it's also fair, it's not fair for me as a partner that I'm staying with you. Uh, what is happening behind you with the baby mama for you sending all these pictures every day? They're sending, but we also got a sign together. It's not, not posted on the social media. So now this is like on my side, it's a golden child. No, Zippo? Mm-hmm. No, that's totally valid, Anna. And wow. my. My advice to you would be to have an open and effective communication with your partner because and be honest about how you currently feel about what's happening in the dynamic and um, let them and then they, you know, hopefully will respect where you're coming from so that you guys can both find a middle, like a way to navigate this because I can hear it's causing you a lot of, uh, it's not sitting well with you. And the only way you can work through it is by being open and and as honest as possible with him. Um, uh, Nozipo, won't he take an offense? And why do you think that he's keeping it on the down low? Why do you think that he's not sharing with Anna that I'll be taking my child out and we'll be going to Golriff City, uh, by the way, for the rest of the day? And uh, I intend having a great time. It's my turn to look after the child. Is, is, there, is there any motive for secrecy? Yes, so we don't know. Because, you know, it will only come from Anna asking him from a point of being really curious and wanting to know to say, you know, this is what I've observed and this is what I see um, from a place of not judging him because he will come across as very defensive about Mm, it. mm. And just say that I value the relationship that you have with your child, but these are my my concerns. Um, Are you willing to tell me more about where you're coming from and what your perspective is around us? And I think if, you know, he's willing to be um, emotionally mature about it, it can open up a even deeper conversation sure. for, for Anna and her, her partner. 25 after 11, Sam in Rosebank. Morning, Sam. Hi, Tabo. How are you? I'm free. How are you, Sam? Tabo, my brother, it's very easy. Open communication, respect, and maturity. If both parents, they want to do the right for the kids, they must respect each other that, look, we're no longer together. We draw the line. Communication must be open at school, if the kids at school and all that. But what hearing what the lady was saying, that guy must be told to his face to say, dude, you don't do that. Because why would you make it secret? Keep it open to say, these are my kids. That's my ex. Communication. You can even, the communication to the baby mama, to your new partner. 
has to show that you must show up at the situation and you want what is best for the kids. Sam, but why mm-hmm. does Anna need to know? Um, I tell you what, Tabo. Yeah. If, if you decide to move on with someone, don't keep secret because now Anna will feel like, I tell you what, if you keep it secret, I'm seeing the pictures, maybe you still have a thing with your baby mama. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. the guy was supposed to say, look, Anna, mm-hmm. I'm going to see my kids. Do you want to come along or what do you think? You know, Anna was and, and probably he's avoiding that. Probably he's thinking, if I tell Anna about going to see the kid, Anna will want to come and I want to have my special time with my child without Anna's interference and without no. Anna being a dynamic there. No, something is not right. You can't be going to your baby mama and have the kids have it secret. No. Anna is a new partner. Yeah. Go with your partner. The kids must know who's Anna. You know what I mean? It must be open and easy. It's, a, it's not supposed to be difficult, Tab. You know, sometimes we people, you know, I might not be in a situation. Yeah. We make things difficult for no reason. Well, very interesting there, Sam. I appreciate your call. <laughs> 011-883-0702. Nozipo, allow me to take just uh, two calls, then uh, I'll ask you to respond to them. Shalene uh, in Alberton. Hi, Shalene. Hello, good morning. How are all of you? Uh, we are free. We are happy. How are you, Shalin? I'm good. I've just finished uh, getting someone divorced today. I'm an attorney. Oh, my. And I thought this is, this is really a, a good time to speak to your listeners. Yeah, all in a well. day's job, hey? Oh, well, you don't know how crazy it's been. I'm sure your guests will agree with me. It's out of control at the moment. Mm. How many people are splitting up and, and mm. the kids are normally the, the victims of all of uh, the anger. Um, but where I wanted to touch base with you is, is sometimes it is unfortunately not, like she said, um, valid point, not possible to mediate at that point in time. Because especially if you are talking about domestic violence issues where someone has been abused, and I'm not being biased, it can be the the mom, it can be the dad, Um, you know, they don't feel safe with this person and in a safe space to negotiate um, regarding the minor children. And then, unfortunately, you know, you, you have to take the route of maybe getting an interim order in place before you start to try and mediate. So there's a safe space. Mm. for both parents to feel safe because that's a major, major problem in our country at the moment. Mm. I mean, I've had a matter where the boyfriend of the baby mother actually abused the minor child and we had to get an interim order and final order against the, the boyfriend not to be present during his visitations with his mom as she just blatantly refused. Yeah, so yeah. sometimes... Unfortunately, and, and you know what I pray for, the kids in our country, yeah. there's 75% of them growing up in a home without a father. Oh, my goodness. Man. So it's absolutely crucial for both parents to to act in the best interest. And we've got pretty good legislation, your guest will confirm. Um, yeah. We've got one of the best children's acts in the world, according to my opinion. Mm. And, um, you know, if you look at those sections and you look at what the court looks at, what is in the best interest of the kids, and you are able in an emotional space to take yourself out of it, like she said, 
um, then you can act in the best interest of the kids. Charlene, really appreciate it. And uh, I'll give our guest an opportunity uh, to reflect on your sentiments. Boris in Joburg, I'll speak to you just after the Eyewitness News headlines. It's exactly 11.30. Family Matters. We continue with Family Matters 23 minutes to 12 uh, and my name is Tabo Shole Mashao Nozi Pombata is our guest parenting coach. We are speaking about co-parenting. How do you handle it? Especially when that particular person is no longer with you. You're no longer romantically inclined. You don't have that relationship anymore but there are kids. There are kids to look after. How do you continue communicating with them? And perhaps, perhaps because this is what happens. You no longer have respect for them because at times when the relationship goes, respect also is chucked out of the window. But you must still continue to see this person. What do you do? Boris, you've been holding the longest in Jobek. Hi, Boris. Hi, Tabo. Good morning and good morning to everyone. Morning, morning. It is just, it's, uh, just a coincidence that you're talking about this today uh, because yesterday... Uh, I was having the competition with my baby mama, which, of course, we're not together anymore. So, uh, for instance, the child is not anything well. So, yesterday, she was, like, during, like, trying to find out what is wrong with the child and what. So, she said to me, like, uh, she thinks that it's, it, it's because she takes the child to the crash very early in the morning when it's cold. Uh, and she fetched her up very late when it's cold as well. That is because of her work, which I understand. Mm. So, now, I said to her that, okay, cool, how about maybe I stay with the child? And, uh, and, uh, and then when I'm not waking and when I'm at work, then someone is like a nanny, I'll look for, I'll get a nanny who will look after her and all that. Mm. And, uh, she was like, no, that cannot happen because, uh, she can't, uh, be separated with the child and all that. Then, then I, I, I felt like, okay, cool. If you can be separated with the child, then it, it makes me feel like, uh, the same time that she, she, she shared with the child, uh, I am not able to do the same thing. Because right now, we don't have any issue. I can fetch the child or see the child whenever I can. And that's what I said to her, that that's going to be the same thing. Nothing's going to change. You can see her or take her whenever sure. you want. So my issue was like with her, she was, she was totally against it of the child, uh, you know, staying with me. Because she feels like the child has to be with her. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. that is that is, that is, that is the number of the issue, hey? Yeah, that is the number of the issue. Mm. And another thing that I wanted to add, because we're not together anymore, um, I have moved on, I mean, another relationship, and she has done the same thing, which is okay. So we came up with this uh, arrangement that, okay, because the child is two and a half. So I said to her that I do not want the child to be with her current partner because the child is still young, and I assume that she she, she does not really, she's not at, uh, at the stage of knowing who is daddy and who is, yes. who is uncle, whoever. Yeah. Listen with me, whenever, because I stay with my partner, whenever that I want to take the child for the weekend or whatever, my partner leaves. Because I've already said to my partner, hey, babe, I don't want you to be with my daughter at the moment because she's still young. Yeah. And you don't want to create confusion. Exactly. Great, great. Boris, let's hear, let's hear, let's hear what Nozipo has to say. But thanks for the call. Please uh, listen on the radio. Really appreciate it. Boris and Jobek. Nozipo? Yeah, thank you so much, Tabo. I just want to say that from the what uh, Sam had said, Charlie, the attorney, and now uh, Boris, um, you know, there's at the end of the day, there's such a thread that I'm hearing in this co-parenting relationship around the importance of that open communication, that respect, and that emotional maturity. And there is no when you become 
a parent, I mean, some of us um, admit more than others of the extent of the wounding that we all, some of us carry from our own individual childhoods. And there's nothing more than a failed relationship that makes those scars and those wounds show up. And in that moment where, you know, when a partner breaks up with another, those things, re all of them resurface. And in order to work through them, and the it is so important that you start as a person to work through your staff so that you don't pass, them, pass it on to your child because children have this ability that show us our wounded places and they draw out our fears and our angers. And it is in those moments from those relationships that don't work out to how we show up as co-parents that those things resurface. And it depends on how willing we are to do the work. And by doing the work, we're able to zone in into that um, emotional maturity that we can navigate through our co-parenting relationship to say, you know what, even though we no, may not be together, it may be, and when we center the child, it, yes, we come from a generation that says that it's the mom who has the sole responsibility of looking after the children. But when the father is able and capable and has the capacity to do so, it is, and it's really about your child's well-being and putting that first, my question becomes, why not? Yeah, you yeah, know. So yeah. what Boris is saying makes complete sense. I, I'm just wondering, uh, Nozipo, at which point do we bring children in and explain to them about these dynamics? Mm, I think it is so important because sometimes it's something we, 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 we forget to have the relationship with the child to say, in, in your relationship, to explain to them, obviously in a child, in a way that is a uh, child friendly according to the age and it's different if, at every age group but to say that mom and dad are no longer together and we're going to be raising you in uh, in different homes etc and this is what you should expect you're going to be seeing mom on these days and dads on these days and they'll ask you why and you don't have to even give the gory details of what's gone wrong in your relationship but you just say we've come to a mutual agreement because children at the end of the day what you don't want is for them to internalize and believe that the reason for the breakdown of their parents relationship is because of them because of the of the age they're at and how they you know, how they wired everything they internalize or have the position to internalize and think it's because of them or something that they've mm, done wrong. Mm. But for them to be constantly reassured that it's, you still both, yes, you may not be together, but you love them very much. And this has got nothing to do with them, but it was yeah. an adult decision. Co-parenting, yeah. how are you handling it? 011-883-0702. 011-883-0702. Share with us. Uh, alternatively, you can send your messages to 072-702-1702 and your voice notes to the same number, 072-702-1702. Let's take the text first. Uh, I'm married and have beautiful and have a beautiful daughter from my previous relationship. To live a peaceful life, I involve my wife uh, in my other daughter's lives. Um, my daughter has two mothers, although the mothers don't always get along, but it works coming from... Uh, label there let's take your voice notes hi so i co-parent with the father of my child obviously um how we work it how we worked it out um we had a meeting with both sides of the family the conclusion is on from monday to friday i have my daughter meaning obviously i have full responsibility to take her to school and you know whatnot and then from friday to monday he has her and um so far, so good. 
we strictly don't talk about anything but the child's needs and you know and so far so good i try i think i try my best to be as cordial as i can with him um i'm not going to say anything mean about him because it's really not about him it's about the you know the yeah the health and wealth of the child at the end of the day Hi Tavo, regarding your topic on co-parenting, the father of my son and I, I don't think we co-parent well at all, but what we found is the courts have helped us. We have a parental plan in place and if we need to communicate about our son, we will communicate via text or email. The only sad part is when my son goes to visit him, I am not allowed to call my son. Um, our son is seven so that for me is the hardest part and even when I try and communicate this with the father of my child he ignores me so my last resort is now to go back to the courts to force him to allow me to talk to my child over the phone when he visits his father on school holidays or any long holiday because I think a weekend without speaking to him I can survive that but when he's gone to his father for three weeks it's the worst. That, that is quite unfortunate. 14 minutes to 12 o'clock. And now the parents have to resort to court action to decide what two adults could have worked out. Not easily because the matters are very complicated. Ego comes to play. Issues of the past are also on the table. And... Um, in some instances, I would love to hear from you, uh, Nozipo, about this issue, that in many instances, you find one partner still in love with the other and uh, disguising mm. issues as though they have got to do with the child. And you may find that they have an inability to let go romantically of the other partner. What do you do mm. under circumstances? That is so true, Tabo. And no matter how much you want the person to see a different perspective, sometimes they're just not capable of it and you have to accept it for what it is and find ways to, to navigate and sets, you know, having those boundaries. Like, I mean, the, the lady was saying now that she's now having to go back to court so that she can um, speak. It's, it's, it's sad, but it is the reality of the situations that, um, most co-parents have to work and deal with and navigate. It's extremely difficult. Um, because then the other parents, I mean, the child I'm imagining would want to speak to the mom, you know, but, um, if they, it's another story if the child is not willing, you know, but if, the child wants to speak to the mom, mm. why not? Mm. And uh, she's going to do whatever it takes to open those lines of communication. And when the parents are still in love and disguising it, it will show in their behavior. And at the end of the day, the child will feel it. That's where, you know, and the relationship with that parent will suffer. And one of the things that we must always realize in this co-parenting relationship is that the children are they, they're watching as this sure. goes on and, and it unfolds and mm. they are really, they are, we are modeling to them and they're learning from us the behaviors and interactions. They're learning from us how to navigate conflict and they will eventually see things for what they are. So if you are, my message is that like for anybody who's a co-parent is that when you start with the end goal in mind with the kind of relationship you want with your child, regardless of whether you're living with them or not living with them as a primary uh, caregiver, but sure. is to ask yourself, like, 
what kind of relationship do I want with my child when mm. even when they become adults and what am I doing today that is either building that or destroying it? Twelve minutes to twelve. Family matters. Nine minutes to 12, our guest Nozipo Mbata is parenting coach. Family Matters is the name of our segment. We are looking at co-parenting, the difficulties that come with co-parenting. 011-883-0702. Simon in Pretoria. Morning, Simon. Morning. How are you, Obi? I'm free this time around. It's Tabo. And uh, I hope you are well. No, no worries. No worries. What, what's on your mind? Okay, I just wanted to maybe give perspective on the other side of this coin. I must be uh, honest, I haven't been listening to the whole show. I got Mm. in my car now about 10 minutes ago and I heard what you guys were talking about. Mm. And what it is is called parental alienation. Mm. And uh, I just want to let people know out there that there is actually in Section 35 of the Child Care Act provision made for um, you know for somebody to be uh, a prosecuted or a judgment made on that person for deliberately turning the children against the other parents so this is the complete opposite of uh, co-parenting co-parenting is the ideal because it it uh, normally will be in the best interest of the child mm. um, especially if both parents you know are sober-minded and and of good uh, of, of a good lifestyle etc and um, the lady your producer asked me not to uh, delve too deep into this and not to share too many details because i'm going to take up time on your show so yeah. but i just wanted to say if only if only we could have um co-parenting uh enforced in some way mm. um yes taking into consideration the voice of the child i absolutely agree but uh, where, where there's clear evidence the other parent has uh, gone and exposed the children to things which no child should be exposed to. S- S- Simon, in your, one, Sam, apologies, yeah. Simon, but in your experience, have you found that yes. the courts have not properly implemented such when it came to the orders uh, in that regard? Yes. Um, well, what not has been only, your experience? Not, not only the courts, um, my legal practitioner, mm. uh, when I had uh, exhausted 50,000 rand in fees to try and get med- mediation done mm. and to try and get him to defend me or help me in the family court, not mm. defend me. I wasn't the defendant. Sure. Um, uh, 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 but uh, he just said, sorry, the 50,000 is up and that's that. Uh, have a great day. I can't help you further. My goodness. So, um, you know, getting access to legal help uh, uh, can be challenge so access to justice generally no zippo uh to what extent can parents and i just don't want to say only fathers because mothers can feel that uh, element of alienation as we've heard um how, how do you navigate that without necessarily uh, exhausting your bank account as well the balance of your bank account as well because accessing justice can be rather difficult especially when someone has really um, gone out of their way to make your life a difficulty. 
Mm, I, it's so it's a tough one, especially with, with legal fees being so expensive. Mm. But in South Africa, we've got also something that I normally refer my clients to to parent coordinators mm. um, who are who have the experience to assist in resolving disputes and clarifying issues that are related to a parenting plan. Um, and uh, if there's things that are there that may perhaps say a parent is alienating or whatever, then a psychologist gets involved and they do uh, a whole voice of the child to get the child's perspective to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. But there are definitely avenues to explore in terms of parent uh, coordination that is not as expensive as the going the legal route. Nazi points have come to the tail end of our discussion. In closing, uh, what would you say to parents and perhaps the anger is there, perhaps the resentment and the disappointments are there. Uh, what do you say to such a parent who feels let down by the other person, but the child is still there? Uh, how, how would you mm. advise them to move forward from now on? Mm. I would say to a parent who's going through this and it is so hard for them and they're processing all those emotions that it is okay to feel the anger, to feel the disappointments because it is a necessary part of the journey and do not judge yourself for it and do not look to other people and how their relationships are looking like and want the same. This is your journey and only unique to you. And once you've come from it, from a place of accepting it for truly what it is, it can be the journey or the beginning of the journey of of healing because your relationship with your child, it is the most important thing, tool that you have for you to be able to navigate everything that has got to do with your child. Prioritize that above all else. Nozim Pombata, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Uh, She is a parenting coach and uh, she was joining us for that very important conversation.